0: Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, church. How are you guys doing? Excited to be here in the house of the Lord on this 4th of July to celebrate the freedom that we have here in this country, but also to celebrate the freedom that we have in Christ Jesus. Amen. Because it is for freedom that he has set us free. Amen. That's what Galatians 5.1 says. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. And do not let yourselves be burdened, again, by the yoke of slavery. So it is for that freedom that we're here, worshiping the Lord, together, gathering, lifting up his name on high. Amen? Worship was awesome, right? It was good. God's presence is in this place, and he's here with us, and he's going to encounter us today, this morning. And Pastor Jack is probably on his way right now to the airport as we speak. And so we're going to be praying for him throughout this time. He's on a sabbatical. If you're wondering, if you're new here, he's taking some time off. He's going to be out of the country. And so we're going to be praying for him. We're going to know and believe that God is going to do amazing things in his life, in his family's lives, and in the church. Amen? Amen? Amen. Awesome. Are you guys ready for tonight? Do you guys have your fireworks? Did you guys purchase them already? If not, after church, you better go to our booth over there on Fruich and Power Inn. We're going to be there, and we're going to be selling fireworks. Please come and support our church. We don't want to be there all day. we want to go home early, so come and buy your fireworks. It helps our church finance, uh, and it's it's an amazing time. And spend time with us over there. Have some fellowship. Bring us some hot dogs. No, just kidding. We'll, We'll be having hot dogs afterwards, so stick around. This morning, I want to talk about three powerful things that happen when we're in the presence of God. And it's it's amazing what can happen in God's presence. There's many, many things, but I want to focus on three things this morning. When we make a commitment to, to spend time in, in God's presence, we can find peace. We can find comfort. We can find renewal. We can find acceptance, freedom, healing, transformation. We can find a power and authority that gets invested in us when we spend time in God's presence. But this morning, I'm going to focus on three. And the three of them that I'm going to focus are um, guidance and direction, confidence and boldness and joy. And so I want us to be able to see what happens when we stand in God's presence. So we need to be asking ourselves, are we spending enough time in God's presence are we making a conscious choice to get fed, to get renewed, to get refreshed on God's presence on a daily basis? And so, we see this powerful psalm in the Bible, Psalm 16. It gives us a lot of information about spending times in in His presence. We see uh, the psalmist David. He was going through a rough time. He, I mean, he he went through a lot of. Rough patches in his life, and he went through a lot of persecution, a lot of uh, uh, hurt and pain, some sin, but he made God's presence a priority. And we see in this psalm how he found the secret to contentment and and gladness, even in pressing times, even in times of difficulty, even in times of pain, he was able to find the presence in the presence of God. All these things, and let's take a look at this psalm. It's a powerful psalm that says, Keep me safe, my God, for I take refuge in you. I say to the Lord, You are my Lord. Apart from you, I have nothing. Can I get an amen? Apart from the Lord, we have nothing. In verse five, it says, Lord, You alone are my portion and my cup. You make me, you make my lot, which is my future, secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely, I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at night, and uh, no, with him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. How can you, if you have the Lord right next to you? Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful ones see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. This is a powerful psalm that we can dissect we can learn from it we can practice the presence of the lord and we will reap the rewards that are there how many of you guys need more of that peace comfort healing transformation security safety guidance there's so much the least the list goes on and on all the benefits that we get from practicing the presence of god and are we doing it enough Individually, as a church, as a body, are we doing it enough uh, to grow, to strength, to, to be strengthened? So before I get into the points, I want to talk about this choice that we have. Because it is a choice. He is my portion and my cup. And so we have to make a conscious choice to be in his presence. To be able to set time aside in our day. And be able to do it, even in the midst of our chaos, in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of our battles, be able to spend time in God's presence. And you can testify that it's hard, right, when you're going through something, to spend time in in his presence. But I encourage you to do it, even when you're going through difficult times, to be spending time in his presence. So we have thousands of things that go in our mind on a daily basis but we have to choose and acknowledge that time. We see in the Bible, Mary and Martha, right? Mary chose the best part, to be at the feet of Jesus, to listen to his teachings, to be in his presence. Martha was busy doing the chores of the things to prepare for Jesus. I mean, both things are important, but what are our priorities? To miss, to miss out the presence of God and to miss out being at the feet of Jesus And get involved and do all other things and not receive those benefits. And so she prioritized Mary and she sat at the feet of Jesus. So we need to do the same thing throughout our day. Be at the feet of Jesus. Put some music on. Put some worship on and just rest in his presence. You don't have to spend an hour in the morning before going to work. But you can do it in your break. You can do it in in the car. You can do it throughout the day. Being at the feet of of Jesus. So the Lord will give grace to the humble. And he will oppose the proud. So when we come and we want to spend time with Jesus, we humble ourselves, right? We can't come with a prideful heart. We come humbly because why? We are either in need or we are hurting or we are sick. We come before him and we ask, Lord, here I am. I am nothing without you. I have no good thing without you. I need you. And he starts lifting us up. When your child, your son, your daughter comes and he wants to be with you, you're not gonna shoo them away, right? Unless they want something from you, and they want a toy, they want you to buy them something, they want something. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but if your child genuinely wants to spend time with you, sit with you, and and be there, you're gonna embrace them, right? You're gonna you're going to uh, want them right there because, I mean, once they grow, they're like, they don't want to be <laughs> with you. But And it sounds bad, but when your child maybe is not feeling good and he's a little down, he, he wants to cuddle with you, right? He wants to be right ne- next to you. And you, you, you hug them. You're there. You embrace them. That's what Jesus does with us. When we come towards him and when we need him, when we're hurting, he, 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 hu- he hugs us. And he embraces us. But let's do that without uh, just wanting something from him. Let's do it because we want to be with him. Because he is our portion. And he is our cup. And so let's make it a habit to come before him when we don't really need a touch from him. And we just want to worship him. We just want to give him our praises and he will lift you up. He will, he will give you more than what you can ask for or imagine. And Luke uh, eleven eleven it says, Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven will give you the Holy Spirit if you ask him? When we come before the Lord and we're asking, Holy Spirit, come, fill us up. Give us more of your presence. Give us more of your joy, your peace, your comfort, your, your touch, your healing. He will not deny it from us. He will give it to us freely if we ask him. I encourage you on a daily basis to ask more of him. Ask more of his presence. Ask more of his spirit in your life to empower you to be able to Walk this life. This life is difficult, and you will encounter difficulties. But with God's presence, you will be able to, to do it. And sometimes we have all good intentions. We want to be in God's presence. We are ready to click the button to pray, to to um, put a song. And guess what? Our mind is like, instead of clicking, we go to the news or we go to the uh, Facebook, or we go uh, other places, right? Or am I the only one? No, it, even preparing for stuff, you want to spend time, and you want to pray more, and you want to worship more, but we are so accustomed to distractions and to feed our, our flesh, right? And, and our desires, And we sometimes where we are either too tired, we listen to our body, we listen to our mind more than our spirit. Right. And when we're anxious or or we're going through something, we don't have the energy to to pray or to spend time in God's presence. But it's a choice that we need to make. And it gets easier and easier as we practice it, as you put to death the flesh, because that flesh We'll be there for you forever, right? I mean, until we die. And we need to learn to to put to death our desires, our flesh, our thoughts. Because those thoughts will will be there, will will mess you up. Those thoughts will take you away in so many paths, but God's presence. And so, but we need to learn to do that. We need to learn to make it a conscious choice. Sometimes as leaders we don't have that choice. For example, if we're tired and we have to be a prayer on Tuesdays, we can just say, I'm not going to show up. We have to come. But it is something that you have to uh, get used to and you have to put more conscious uh, thoughts. Um so making it a habit i want to show you this video and it's funny it's a 30 second video and as we practice the presence of god we're going to try we're going to avoid some of these pitfalls that we have in life we're going to avoid things that are going to have us fall and 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 so the more we do it the stronger we'll get the easier it will be to not fall and make the same mistakes Go ahead, do we have that? Over and over again, we get rescued, and then we fall again on the same ditch. Sheeps are kind of a little, I don't want to say that word, but um, they're kind of blinded too. And we're sheep, right? Jesus is our shepherd, and so we're like that sheep a lot of times, and we keep falling and falling because we are not growing stronger in our faith as we spend time in God's presence and so benefit number one we get when we're in God's presence we get guidance and direction verse 7 says I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night my heart instructs me you make me known you make known to me the path of life as we spend time in God's presence, he will guide us, he will counsel us, he will direct us. He is our best listener. He's our counselor. He's there for us 24-7, and he's free of charge. He's there by our side, and he is there to give us advice, to speak to us, to tell us what to do. Isaiah 9-6 Isaiah says, he's our wonderful counselor, mighty God. Everlasting Father and Prince, Prince of Peace. Can I get an amen? That's who he is for us. He's there for us 24-7 when we need it. What does a counselor do? He listens. And if you're in the presence of that counselor, you can just tell him everything that you're going through. You can let him know that you're hurting, that you're, you're dealing with stuff, that you need help, you need advice, and he will do it. Uh, his thoughts are greater than my thoughts, and his ways are greater than my ways. And so who else we can rely on than him? And so as a counselor, as a, uh, somebody that, that we can trust, he will tell us what to do. He will tell us, hey, don't go there. Don't do this. Don't tell that to that person. Tell that to that person. Tell him that I love him. Tell him that I'm there with him. Tell him that I, I am right beside them." And so the more we listen to him, the more we We seek his advice, the more that he will guide us and he will counsel us. Benefit number two confidence and boldness. It says, With him on my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body will also rest secure. Verse one, it says, In you I take refuge. So, I mean, there might be chaos outside, in our surroundings, in our minds. But when we are in his presence, there is confidence, there's refuge, there's boldness, there's security. There's all these amazing things that we can benefit from in our daily, daily walks. And so, there's this peace that comes when we're in his presence. There's this joy, I mean when we are spending time in his presence. And there's a ripple effect. I mean, all of these things go hand in hand. Confidence, boldness, faith, peace. All these things that are like building up with each other. And so with this, yeah, that's what I just said. (laughs) Um, We can go through the greatest challenges in life, like pain, hurt, fear, frustration, figuring stuff out, how this is going to get paid? how is this going to take place? What's going to happen here? We will be able to cope with uncertainty in our lives once we find God's confidence and peace and, and boldness in our lives. And so when we are there in His presence and we are um, at peace, that's how we fight our battles, like that song. This is how I fight my battles, right? That's how we fight our battles, in the presence of the Lord, in, 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 in the house of the Lord, when we are on our knees praying and seeking him. And um, the weapons of our, our warfare are not carnal, but they have mighty power. And our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but we can demolish strongholds in our lives, in our minds, In our bodies, we can pray, we can seek God, we can ask for all these things, and He will do them. And sometimes, if somebody's asking, hey, I don't have that confidence, I don't have that peace, I'm constantly struggling, I'm constantly battling with things, ask Him, are you practicing the presence of God? Are you spending time in God's presence? Are you allowing Him to to mold you, to shape you, to... Give you peace and all of this. And so um, when we come sometimes to prayer on Tuesdays, we might be tired and weary. And maybe we don't feel like praying. We might be going through something. And we have this slide, this uh, picture. But when we leave the prayer room, we feel empowered. We feel with boldness. We feel with uh, his peace. We might come like kitty cat's. Like the one on the, on the right, my, my right or your left, are like all messed up with their hair all messed up and, and tired and, and weak. But when we come out, we are empowered and we are filled with, with his presence, with his joy. Can I get an amen? Amen. It, it, it works. Put it to practice. I invite you to come on Tuesdays and experience God's presence. This morning was awesome, right? Because of the power of the presence of the Lord. And so when we step into the presence of God, we experience all of those things in our lives. Uh, Philippians 4.6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There's so much when we spend in time, when we're spending time with God that we can gain. And so you, you don't have to say much when we're in God's presence. Because sometimes words are hard to come across. And if you're uh, just in his presence, just put a worship song and just say, Lord, here I am. I need you. Fill me with your spirit, fill me with your presence. That's my daily prayer. Fill me with your spirit. Empower me with your presence, and he will. And we can either be stressed out to the point of having health issues, our nervous breakdown, heart issues, heart attack, or we can practice the presence of God and release all of our struggles and our anxiety and our fears and everything else in between. Uh, Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep me in peace, in perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in you. It says, trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is my rock eternal. And so, this peace can only be developed as we spend time with the Lord. As we develop that relationship with the Lord in his presence. So let's do that. Let's practice more of the presence of God. Let's spend more time throughout our day in the presence of God. When you're dealing with something, don't avoid being in the presence of God. Go and run to the presence of God. That's what David did all the time. And he was able to receive that freedom, that that, uh, empowerment, that boldness, that peace. He wrote all those songs because he was in the presence of God. He was able to defeat Goliath because he spent time in God's presence. He was able to stand strong and conquer the enemies because he spent time in God's presence. So don't think that because you are weak and that you are going through something, you cannot spend time in his presence. So let's do that and be more proactive in spending time in his presence. The final Um, blessing that we get from spending time in his presence is joy. Joy. We need joy in our lives. We go through so much in in this life that we need joy in our circumstances, in our situations, in our our lives. Um, Verse 11 it says, you will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. So This should be a big motivator for us to practice the presence of God. This should be something that would help us to want to practice the presence of God. Joy. Because when we go through a lot of stuff in our lives, we feel helpless. We feel anxious. We feel sad. We feel depressed. But joy, joy can change everything around. We can go through a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, but have joy. We can go through... Fear and, and insecurities and all of that. But when we are practicing God's presence, he will fill us with joy. He will give us that um, in our lives. And so, and even if if the enemy wants to come at your door, you tell him, no, not today, devil. Not today. You will not rob my, jo- my joy. You will not come into my life. So the more we practice the presence of God, the more we'll be able to fight those things. Those anxieties, those fears, those thoughts that come into our minds. And we will be able to, to live better lives. We will be able to live healthier lives and stronger lives in the Lord. So let's practice the presence of the Lord. Let's achieve God consciousness throughout our day. For us to be able to walk in victory. For us to be able to walk this freedom that the Lord has given us. us. Uh, children of God. Amen? Let's continue. Let's seek the presence of God because He will give us the fruit of the Spirit as we practice His presence. He will give us joy, peace, uh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all of those things that come with the Spirit of God as we seek Him, as we ask Him. Fill me with Your Spirit. Give me more, Father God. Give me more. I want more. Fill me with Your Holy Spirit. And He will. He will. He will continue to bless you. He will continue to give you the desires of your heart. And so, because they will align with His heart. And so, my challenge is for you to have a, to make a habit to start more practicing the presence of God. For us as a church to continue to practice the presence of God and to seek the presence of God. And for us to give up things, what are we listening? What are we seeing that's robbing us to spend time in God's presence? Like music and things that you're watching. You need to listen to the voice of God. Listen to maybe put more worship songs, more music, so you can strengthen your spirit. You can strengthen your your mind. So that's my challenge for you to this for you this morning. For us as a body as a church as individuals to practice the presence of God. So I encourage you let's stand to our feet this